Good morning, everyone. Hope you all are awake and uh, feeling good on this Wednesday morning. We are midweek. I hope all of you are having a good week so far. I'm sure many of you are listening to this while you're on your way to work, or perhaps uh, you're listening to this before you leave for work. We all have to go to work, right? We all have different types of jobs, and uh, some jobs are more stressful than others. Some of you work eight hours a day. Others might work 10 to 12 hours a day. Some of you look forward to going to work, and then uh, I'm sure that some of you listening to this are perhaps dreading to go to work this morning. Jobs can be stressful, depending upon where you work. Some of us work shifts where we start real early in the morning, and then get off early sometime in the afternoon, and then others require us to start uh, later in the day, and then you get off usually late at night. I remember back when I worked in retail, when I was in my early 20s. I hated the shifts that uh, started in the afternoon, you know, the eight-hour shifts that were like from 12.30 to 8.30 and so forth. I hated those shifts because you were tempted to sleep in a little in the morning, right? And then you only have a few hours to get your own things done. And then right after that, you got to start work. You know, you got to go into work. The earlier shifts, like when I would have to start at 6 a.m., as much as I hated getting up at 5 or 4.30 in the morning, at least I would get off earlier, right? And I'd have more time the rest of the day. But either way, we all have jobs and all of us, I think, do experience stress from time to time because of what our job demands of us. And thus, many people seek to find ways to cope with the stressors of life. Some look forward to going to the sports bar and grill down the street from their job, right, for happy hour. Others go home and immediately they turn on the television. And for the next five hours of their evening, you know, the TV's on and... They just get lost in all sorts of things. Reality TV, fictional television shows. Actually, there's no difference between the two. Um, <laughs> Netflix, Amazon Prime. There's all sorts of cool stuff that you can stream now. And then some people get lost in video games. That was me at one time. Years ago. But uh, recent enough to where I remember the lifestyle very well. After a long day at work, I would get home, crash on the couch, turn on the PlayStation 3. Again, you know, we're going back some years. <laughs> um, this is back when PS3s were still a thing. And I would get lost in whatever video game world it was that I was playing in. And that's because I needed to de-stress, right? I needed that release after a long day at work. Now... God, I believe, has no issues with us de-stressing, all right? You know, it's, it's okay for us to enjoy life, to chill out. God created our ability to figure out ways to de-stress and unwind after a long day at work. For instance, I love drinking coffee. You know, it's probably not very good for my health, right? Especially considering how much coffee I often drink throughout the, throughout the day and throughout the week. But I love drinking coffee. In fact, when I'm re done recording this, I'm probably going to get a cup of coffee. <laughs> I love it. And I drink it not just in the morning, but also in the afternoon as well. 
I live in Southern California. And one of my favorite things is being outside when the sun is going, well, actually more when the sun is getting close to set, around 3.45 to 4 o'clock in the afternoon during the fall season. It's nice and warm, you know, it's not too cold, but then it's not too hot either. It's, it's the perfect temperature. I have my coffee in hand, and I'm just hanging out outside, enjoying the nice fall sun rays touch my body, right? You know, as I'm sipping on my warm cup of coffee. And that's, you know, that, that's my happy place. I love it. So the desire to de-stress, it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. But unfortunately, what can happen, though, is we can get so caught up in that desire for a release or de-stress, if you will, to where we become willing to immerse ourselves in certain things that probably aren't good for us to be in. The enemy often comes when we're, when we're weak. But hey, I've had a long day at work, right? And so back to that topic of video games. Back in the day, I became so fixated on wanting to escape and de-stress from the toils of my job to where I started playing all sorts of video games, even ones that I probably shouldn't have been playing. <laughs> Psalm 101 verse 3, I will not look with approval on anything that is vile. I hate what faithless people do. I will have no part in it. A great majority of the video games that come out nowadays are just littered with vile imagery. There's really no other way to put it. Vile subject matter is just, just you know, the, the video games are immersed in depravity and in violence and gore and all sorts of things. Of course, about two days ago now, a big thing occurred within the world of gaming. The first trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6 was released. Now, Grand Theft Auto has been around for years. My parents never let me own a Grand Theft Auto game when I was a kid. But, you know, I did the thing that most Christian kids do. I would go over and play video games at my friends' houses, games that my parents didn't allow me to play, you know. <laughs> That's how we would get around things as Christian kids. You know, do it at your friend's house. <laughs> and we would watch movies that my parents didn't allow me to watch and, you know, everything like that. So I did play Grand Theft Auto at my friends' houses <laughs> when I was a kid. Back at that time, of course, we had... Uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto 3, Grand Theft Auto 4. And I gotta say, the games were fun at times. But there are a lot of things that are fun that we still shouldn't engage in. The last Grand Theft Auto video game, Grand Theft Auto 5, that came out uh, 10 years ago, in, 20, in uh, 2013. Man Time Flies. And I remember when it came out. A friend of mine invited me over to play the game when he first got it. Now, I was a gamer, and I did own a number of uh, rated M video games. Again, this was years ago. <laughs> but even then, I never, you know, I never went as far as to buy a Grand Theft Auto game. I guess even in my earlier years, I, I still had somewhat of a conviction not to go that far. But I was cool with going over my friend's house to play it, right? It's interesting that we often still find a way to have our cake and eat it too. 
But Grand Theft Auto V, I think it was the fastest selling media product of all time, at least back when it was released in 2013. I remember that. And then Grand Theft Auto VI is incredibly anticipated. When I got home Monday night, I went onto YouTube and saw that the trailer for it released, and it already had like 32 million views within four hours of it being released. But I hate to say, I think that this is testament to just how far our culture has come, to just how low our standards have gotten. Grand Theft Auto is a game series that not only celebrates crime and criminal activity, but it also gives the player the type of freedom to where you can commit uh, virtually just about every crime imaginable. <laughs> All right, maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> but in Grand Theft Auto, you can pick up prostitutes, you can kill police officers, you can run over or shoot pedestrians on the road. You could do a lot in the game. <laughs> and this is being packaged under the guise of entertainment. Lots of kids are going to be playing Grand Theft Auto 6 when it comes out in a year. Adults are going to be playing it. And I'm confident that the game is going to make its way into many Christian households as well. But where is the line? I don't believe that all entertainment is bad, or that followers of Christ cannot be entertained. But where is the line? I feel like the line is non-existent for far too many followers of Christ. And it breaks my heart to see that. Have you sought the Lord and asked Him where the line should be when it comes to what you allow into your home, into your mind, what you put before your eyes? You know, where is the line? I feel like some of us don't want to ask God where the line is because we don't want to know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> this was me for a long time. I wanted to be in my little world, right? I wanted to stay in my little comfort bubble, and I didn't want it to be interfered with. But God has something for you that's even more exciting than what you got going on in your little bubble. He can give you that living water. It's the type of water that when you drink it, you'll never thirst again. We are not to be conformed to the patterns of this world. But you see, I think that Satan can often use the stress we experience in life, at our workplaces, at our jobs, within our families, and, and so forth. The enemy can use these types of things, these, these stressors of life, to burden us to the point where we compromise with our ethics. The enemy is often going to attack you when you're weak. After Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and his body was weary, and he was feeling hungry, well, that's when the enemy came in to tempt him, to turn the stones in front of him into bread. But Jesus told him, Man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. We cannot allow our physical hungers and desires and drives to overcome us to where they are diverting us away from God's will in our lives. And it's God's will for us to walk in holiness. Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 4, It is God's will that you should be sanctified. And he goes on and he says, 
For God did not call us to be impure, but to live a holy life. Therefore, anyone who rejects this instruction does not reject a human being, but God, the very God who gives you His Holy Spirit. So even when you're feeling a great need to de-stress or escape, if you will, from the toils of the workday, you got to make sure that you do so in such a way as is pleasing to the Lord. Ask the Lord, Father, search my heart and try my ways. Where is the line, Father, with this entertainment that I'm putting before my eyes? Should I be watching this particular show on HBO Max? Should I be playing this particular video game or listening to this type of music, this particular uh, band or hip-hop group, what have you? And Father, you know that I'm dealing with a lot at work. I'm going through a lot of stress in my life and all. And Lord, I do need time in the evening to de-stress and unwind. Provide for me a better form of entertainment, Lord, or another form of de-stressing. One that doesn't involve me compromising my beliefs or the morals that I stand for as a child of you. And so I would encourage you to pray that type of prayer today. And God does care about our leisure and relaxation time. He understands that rest and relaxation is a part of healthy living. So he'll help you out with this if you come before him with a sincere heart. And so this has been Mornings with Pastor Adam, everyone, on the West Coast Bible Teacher Podcast. I would encourage you to share this show with someone who might be blessed by it. Also, leave a review for me wherever you access your podcasts, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. And I would encourage you to check out my website, westcoastbibleteacher.com, where you will have access to specific teaching series and also my blog, which I update regularly. So this has been Pastor Adam, everyone. God bless you on this morning, and uh, have a great rest of the day, and I'll talk to all of you tomorrow morning.